0: Welcome everyone to The Russell Show. I'm your host, Russell Chaudhry, and can't wait to jump on today's podcast. So episode number 26, we have special guest, Jessica Pilgrim. Jessica is a life coach. She has an interior design degree, but after a stint with an architecture and design firm and years in a multi-level marketing leadership, she became a certified life coach. So today in this episode, with Jessica will discuss about identity design, from being an interior designer, Jessica specializes on identity design. So we're gonna ask Jessica what's the identity design mean and gain an explanation from her and gain more depth into discussion. So don't forget to subscribe, share and leave a review on our first podcast and let's dive in. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for taking your valuable time out and coming to this show. I really appreciate it. So how are you doing today?
1: So fantastic. I appreciate the opportunity. Oh my goodness. This is so exciting.
0: (laughs) You're most welcome. Yeah. Uh, We talked the other day, like uh, obviously we talked a little bit about how how you've been doing and how we get into like life coaching. But I'm really, really curious, and interested to learn more about you and how you've been helping others achieving their goals. So yeah, without further ado, we're going to get started. So tell me about uh, how you get started with the life coaching. What led you to choose life coaching? And tell us uh, where you used to be before you are doing life coach.
1: Yeah, so my background is in interior design and architecture. So I knew I would always design something. (laughs) I just didn't know it would be in this form. So Mm -hmm. I knew even when I was seven that I was going to be a designer. And I did go into that from the commercial aspect, but Mm. it, God kind of tugged at my heart. He was like, okay, I know you want, you've been wanting to do this, but I have something better for you. I have something that's going to suit you more and actually impact lives positively on a completely different scale. Mm. So obviously, you know, as we humans do, I don't want to say, obviously I should take that back. (laughs) I argued I didn't want to do that I didn't want to get off course of where what I knew I was going to be doing since I was itty bitty but he knows better
0: yeah yeah
1: there was a lot of shifts and twists and turns and 15 years later here we are as a life coach instead of a designer so it's designing in completely different capacity
0: yeah yeah so you had interior design career so obviously you told us like how you got into it but what's the mindset shift like what made you realize like this is a career not for me because I can tell about myself like I qualified primary school teacher and I worked there for like six months and after that I realized this is not something I want to be like I don't want to be employed by someone I want to like teach people in a different format but I love uh, children love kids but I didn't want to go into like working for someone who's going to tell me what to do or not to do. I don't want to go into that. So I, I found out like this is not something I really enjoy. So I want to know like what made you realize uh, the interior design career is not for me? What's the inner call for you? How did you find out?
1: I wanted to make a larger impact. Mm. I, there's a degree of an impact that I felt I could make as a designer, Yeah, but it wasn't a deep impact it wasn't a life changing a life altering impact for people yes I could make a comfortable space yes I can go with some you know codes and make things safe yeah but so can a lot of other people yeah my journey has served so many other people it's been incredible
0: so like a You go into the career or like you just finished your degree and go into coaching?
1: I did finish the degree. Mm -hmm. I was at a firm and it was again to that calling. It was like, okay, you need to do something different. And I didn't want to do anything different because it was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I didn't see this as the solution, but lo and behold, it's the right fit
0: yeah definitely. So sometimes we have to take the leap and go for like a, what are we meant to be doing rather than like a waiting for it.
1: yeah yes
0: so like uh, today we wanted to talk about like we wanted to talk about identity design from interior design to you pull your mind into in identity design. So what do you mean by identity design?
1: Mm-hmm. Can you
0: tell us a little bit more about it?
1: I help people define their purpose. I help yeah. people find who they are, what they want to do with their lives. Because I find, I find that so many people have a dream in their heart, mm-hmm. but they've left it on the table long ago because they're just stuck in this race, the yep. rat race, yep. if you will, of the daily tasks. And they don't see how they can get from point A to point B. Yep. So I help them not only identify who they are, but identify that purpose and I help them basically, give them the steps to do it, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people are just missing the how. Yeah. Like, how do I get there?
0: So like, how's the process like? Uh, do you find when you work with your clients, do you actually find like, uh, that actually knows what they want or do you have to go through plan and process to find them like what they actually really want? and testing different things how how do you find out yeah
1: both some people have such an aching desire in their heart and it's been in there for a long time they're just ready to run yeah and some people it's been in there but yet it's so faded Mm. that they didn't realize that it was still tugging at them yeah so i help people from both standpoint and in between right
0: yeah so like a, what type of like a clients do you work with at the moment? Uh, they're like yeah. a business person or like coaches, consultant, or like a normal uh, person, like a who got or career, or staying home mom parents. Who do you actually work with?
1: All of the above. So I've had CEOs, yeah. I've had the stay-at-home moms, I've had the entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So it is simply it's a readiness type more so than a profession or because here's the thing a lot of ceos that i work with their identity is wrapped up in who they are at work yeah but who are you really who's your core if you were to leave that position who are you going to be and i have ceos that are transitioning or even moms now with an empty nest that are transitioning but their identity is wrapped up in being that mom. So it's like, but now is your time. Now is your time to do what you want. Where's that dream, well, dig it back up.
0: Yeah. So do you find it like a, it's easier to work with the CEO of the company, like entrepreneur, or working with tame home mom, or like a career oriented, which do you think would be easier or like both struggling to find our identity in themselves?
1: when you get to the core of people, it's all the same. We all have fears. We all have some sort of mindset Mm -hmm. trap, I'll call it. It's a paradigm. It's this old habitual way of thinking that gets you off track. So at the end of the day, we're just human, regardless of this title that society has put on us as stay-at-home mom versus entrepreneur versus CEO. Like I help people get to the core. who they are because I had to get to the core of who I am even like with medical things that have happened in the past it's around the core of me even with businesses that I've owned it's the core of me yeah so it's nothing to do with title
0: yeah it's different for different individual right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so each individual have like their different opinions and different way to think about their life someone to call themselves an entrepreneur but they're doing so many other things giving charity helping in the community doing political things
1: yeah so yeah
0: and some people like want to be called so many things like I want to call myself entrepreneur investor and probably now podcaster (laughs) so so yeah and now recently become a dad so husband dad as well (laughs) so identity I think is a different way, like how people differentiated themselves and it's, it's a yeah. individual thing so in terms oh, of like very a, much yeah in terms of like a yourself, how do you describe yourself, your identity, and when did you find out yourself like this is me, this is why I'm, this is what I need to be doing
1: yeah well i'm still I always dig in I keep digging deeper every day, so it's not it's definitely a work in progress there wasn't like a aha moment you know but and back to what you were saying yes we wear many hats but it's the core of who we are so the the core of who i am is i'm an encourager i'm an achiever
0: i'm Mm -hmm.
1: persistent i'm driven so many different attributes a listener a space holder yeah you know there's so many different back to the hats so many different titles we give ourselves, like you, dad, mm-hmm. entrepreneur, yeah. podcaster, finance, like so many things, but there's a core of you that's never going to shift and that you're going to take that core in every position that you have.
0: Yeah. yeah, still trying to find out the identity myself. Like I know I'm doing businesses. I know I'm investing. I know being a husband. I know being a dad, but I don't want people knowing me for something else and I don't know how to call it. Like, I want to make impact in people's life. So I don't want to call myself as a life coach either. I'm not a motivational speaker. But I think it's specifically, so still trying to figuring out who I am. I, but I know this is a journey. That's why rather than me create, creating, I'm just building. So building, learning from each other. Like, you know, you as a guest on this podcast, learning from you. So all of our guests uh, in future, they're coming and past I did learning from each other, all the time doing business with the person, learning from them. I'm learning from my little boy as well, how his brain works, how he's processing things. So, so many ways to find out like who we are. And I think it's not like a one-day process on oh, finding out. It's a lifelong thing, even though people I see and talk to are 60 years old, 70 years old, 80 years old. And they don't even know the, who they are, even though they retired from themselves, still figuring out who am I, why i needs to be doing with their life. Yeah. They waste their money, they waste their time. They're sometimes watching a TV in the sixties and just retire. And I think like, you got so many opportunity to do or contribute in some way or another. Some people do with the money, some people with the voice, some people help and community society, some people, couldn't find out like who they are what they need to be doing and I think it's most important thing like you working on this topic like identify like your life like who you are what you need to be doing and design it and coming to your point are we do you think like uh we are in control of designing our identity mm-hmm. who we are or like we are born with it
1: little both
0: both can you explain a little bit yeah I'm curious to know that
1: (laughs) I know right I feel like everyone has their own I'm going to call them nuggets that -hmm. they were born with to share their own abilities so yes when we're born our subconscious mind is wide open so it's going to take in whatever's around us yeah but I do believe we do have innate abilities that strengthen us as an individual and then as we grow up that subconscious conscious mind takes in whatever's around us but then as we get to you know start being an elementary age kid middle school mm-hmm. things of that nature growing up in school the conscious mind starts to form and then you can make those choices yeah. so then it goes back to what were my foundations as a kid
0: yeah.
1: what were the truths i was told oh, what are some, what are some lies, lies that i was told is. And it's getting rid of some of those lies, those old habitual ways of thinking that aren't serving you, that mm-hmm. shadow the natural abilities, that shadow mm-hmm. that natural talent in those dreams. And I feel like too, it's so fun to watch people go after their purpose. Yeah. First of all, define it, but then go after it because you see them light up and when we dig into the core of it, it goes back to childhood. Mm. It goes back to prior to them ever educating themselves. Yeah. But that's why I feel like to a degree, we're born with it. Yeah. Do I have proof? No. Belief? Yeah.
0: Yeah, interesting point. For me, like uh, I'm in a similar situation, but still trying to figure it out. Like I said, I'm still learning on this thing. Uh, like, I think myself, I was born with, like, ability to do business because I don't like people telling me off on if I'm working for some kind of job. I wouldn't love it. I wouldn't wake up in the morning, even though it's a Monday morning or Thursday morning or Friday morning. Still, I feel like uh, I'm in a kind of jail because I work for people about three and a half years of my life, uh, aged between 16 to 19. When I first started my business with 19, that was like a restaurant business with my brother and this is it so i realized like this is not something i can do this is not my identity like being an employee and working in a job and then become a teacher on the side like i thought this is not going to be a job it could be fun i was 22 i got a job six months i'm in i realized still again uh, same uh, environment even though it doesn't feel like a job then there is a policies there. There's procedures there. There is someone above you. There is a deputy at teacher, a teacher. There is a board members. i love. Like, this is not something I want to do. Even though I don't want to be in a corporate ladder. I don't want to be a big corporation. I don't want to build a big business on a billion dollars and hire like an investor and bringing on investor and in. they'll be managing me. And I could be the CEO. I could be the founder. But eventually someone's going to tell me what to do or not to do. I'd rather build a million dollar business and I'm happy with it because I got my own freedom. Sometimes I want to work, sometimes I don't want to work, sometimes this is need to be changed, and I take the responsibility. So finding out who am I from the early age, I realized this is me, this is who I wanted to be. So were something that
1: you found as your independence as a kid?
0: Uh, as a kid, my life was different, I'll say because I was introvert on an early age. At the beginning, I was extrovert, like age between three to six. Then I don't know what happened. I've just probably early stage of my life, like when in a primary school, uh, teachers used to bully me because I was overweight. So I'm originally from Bangladesh. So there is no policing procedure. Like Teachers can do whatever they want. There's a stick, they can hit you <laughs> and abuse you. It doesn't really matter. And then the kids used to bully me because I was overweight. No one wants to be friends with me. So first one or two years that I had a like really difficult time and from being extrovert, I'm turning into myself an uh, introvert. And I was eating junk food and everything, being home. I don't wanna be around with people. Even though family members, I'm gonna hide in a different room. I don't wanna be with anyone. But age nine and 10, I'll say significantly things changed because that time my dad had a first time Uh, He had a kidney failure and then had to operate and everything. So that time we had a bonding with my uh, dad because before that, like, he's always busy because he had a restaurant business. So he used to get out five in the morning and he used to drop me off and pick me up from school. And in between, we have a lunch and dinner. But then it wasn't like he's spending five hours or 10 hours um, that day. But when he diagnosed with a kidney failure and things like that, he's mostly at home. only doctor appointments other than his home resting. So that time, like uh, he is giving me lesson because he is like an investor, he is a business person. He did business about his restaurant for 45 years, I think. He was like 20 something and he did his business in 1960, 65 around then when he started. So he knows about business. So he always to tell me like, again, your education, get a degree, be wherever you want to be, doctors, engineer, could be even the school teacher. Uh, do something because he wasn't educated. He maximum uh, did about you know, year five. This is the maximum. And he went to school. So, yeah, then after that, like I wanted to go on the education path. And this is my mindset. And he used to tell me, like, I do business, make sure you do business, make whatever money you want, or you can do free education, like, teach other people for free, or give medication, or like being a doctor for free without any service charge and do business on the side so he used to teach me and everything on the time when we He's like my first best friend to be honest on that time then he was getting better after like another year uh, he diagnosed with a lung cancer and um, i was around 10 10 and a half years old no probably 11 and not exactly can not remember i was in 2007 think. yeah so yeah, he had a lung cancer. Again, that time uh, we built a massive house in Bangladesh because that was my dad's dream. And we we're going through a lot of process, moving and going forward. And then there was no anyone to actually look after at the beginning to my dad. And then me, my mom, my dad, and my elder sister. So we for. Uh, four. Four sisters and one brother, my elder brother. So one sister is there, so she has to look after in a way. But I had to do majority of them things like going to doctors with him, uh, giving medication, even though age 11, I guess. Uh, medication, looking after businesses. So mostly I had to most of them things. So we had like a transfer business. So weekly we do like the accounting and everything. So I used to do that, I'm going to the restaurant and check out everything that's going on, right? Banking, uh, shopping for a house and maintaining the whole household. So yeah, from there I started learning a little bit about business and things. Then he passed away in 2009 in January, like after one and a half half years, I was around 13. I was 13 years old and then my mom passed away just day before my birthday which was in, in 90 days my dad passed away. So my dad uh, passed away in January, my mom passed away in April 8th and next day my birthday which is 9th. So yeah, it's a traumatic moment then I lived there for next two years of my own. At the beginning I moved to like one of my brother-in-law's house for three months and I was happy about it. I was not game of freedom and everything. But they were really nice people. But my school was in a different town and they live in a different town. So I had to come back for my exams and things like that because I'm homeschooled that time. And I wasn't enjoying being there all the time. So, and um, running them businesses wasn't easy because that time is still going on. So, yeah, then I started doing some investing in the stock market to pass my time. <laughs> Start making some little money here and there because I knew which of the medical medical products uh, sells well because I know the medication my dad is to buy for his cancer treatment. So I knew this is the kind of things is not going down because we are seeing the highest rise for cancer patient in Bangladesh that time. So I was investing on it. I put my pocket money in it like right? uh, five times it. So I bought my first. My sister gave me my first first laptop from UK and dark, one of my nephew used it and they went to vacation. He used it, I don't know, All virus came through and that was proper damage. So when I got the laptop after they went, uh, I couldn't do much about it. So I just realized, okay, just sell that uh, leftover money. I'm going to buy it both. I don't want to use my dad money and leave it. I just want to do the stock investing and find some money. So, yeah, I made about 700 pounds worth, the 70,000 takas in Bangladesh with money. So, yeah, after that, I started, bought my PC, I built it myself and everything, I learned how to do web design, learned how to do editing, Photoshop, and things like that, Microsoft Word and Excel. one of my friends dropped me as well a little bit. So, again, some knowledge about IT. And then my, my brother was uh, sorting out my visa to come UK because there was no one in Bangladesh to look after me at that time and I was under 18. so there is a way to bring it, bring me here. So yeah, this is where I came at the age of 16, and the life wasn't easy because we were like kind of well-off for perspective on Bangladesh wise. but when it came to here, I was just proper surprise. I like my brother not that well of how I was expected and I thought initially I'm going to go to college and that's it probably when I'm 8 20 21 probably going to get a job or start business this is this is who I am but my brother's like no 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 this is England it's not going to be easy so the, the, my first job was he put me through on the first job being a dishwasher so I got a job in a restaurant slash takeaway so I was doing dishwashing, and their boiler and hot water boiler wasn't working and it's a January time and freezing cold and I was washing the first time in my life and my hand was freezing because it's a cold water and I had to go through this and peeling onions so in on the same time I'll keep on cutting the same thing over and over. So and then you're washing dishes after with the cold hand and you know how it feels. And I got that job after two weeks. I was like, this is not something I come for. And I told my brother, uh, let's do some, I can do a job weekend, but I don't want to do full-time job because I'm going to college and my English is not well. So I don't know what I'm going to do in college. Like I have to learn because the maths, English, science, English is fine. English is English, but maths is a different way. It's in Bengali and science taught us in Bengali as well. So I have to learn the words in here too, if you understand totally. So I was learning phase and same time, I want to learn how to do, become a dishwasher and cook on a restaurant for six uh, six days a week. It wasn't something, but I was forced to do the job. There is no way. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to share everything in this podcast. I'm going to write everything on a book and probably do another so yeah from there moving forward i stuck around with the job for three and a half years i was like there is no other thing to do to be honest i don't have any money i don't have any cash because whatever money i make i'm just giving all to my brother and i used to live on 10 pound a week my pocket money was so 10 pound is like going a bus fare from like a one city to another city like half an hour uh journey so it's not much so i had no option i had to go through this and i was like only way I can get out of this situation is like me getting a degree or get the education route and get better paying job. That was the whole plan. I just totally focused on it. And in the same time, there is an opportunity came like I had to leave from this job and going another job. And there is a nice gentleman, he wanted to sell his place, his restaurant. So I was like, I'm gonna eventually do that, take you a restaurant job. job wide. Or my brothers been looking for a, a takeaway and restaurant to buy so I was like why do you partner up and start this business while I'm doing my education being a teacher so if the business goes well then we can hire more people in and I can work part-time and you can run it yourself and yeah that's how I started this business I did about nearly four years with this business and then I realized this is not something I really wanted to do even though the school job I didn't want to do and business i realized you have to choose the right person who do you business with especially not with mm-hmm. the family members uh, the biggest lesson i have learned that's ring zero relationship and then i on the side i was doing like online marketing and everything where well, i learned at age of 16 i'm trying to implement a little bit because one of my friend from uh, college used to tell me he's making five grand ten grand a month for doing online stuff i was like okay uh, it's not possible. I was like a small-minded at that time because I was only making 100 pound a week from the job I was uh, doing on a dishwasher. So I thought like, this is not possible because my brother and my all family members are saying, only business you can do in this country is like a restaurant and everything. And I don't know why my mind, and I accepted that. Uh, and I never thought about it, like, look, there is a transfer business. There is an online business. I didn't know what eBay was, even though seven, eight, seven, eight years back. I didn't know what Amazon was. I didn't know about YouTube. What was in, back in 2013, I didn't know what YouTube was. I found out about YouTube uh, in 2014, think about it. So, because I had no option I, I didn't follow any sports or anything for five, six years since I moved to UK from Bangladesh. So yeah, then I was running that takeaway business and doing this business on the side uh, at midnight like when i'm coming from home like i finish your work and I take away 11 12 p.m uh, yeah 11 to 12 a.m in the midnight then take a one hour rest and then between 1 a.m to 6 uh, 6 a.m in the morning um learning the how to do online marketing reaching out to clients us clients and everything yeah then yeah build a business now where we are at the moment and living the best life of my life because i met my wife and now we're blessed with a new child So yeah, Jenna, keep on going.
1: Yeah. So some things I heard in that so some of your strengths, definitely independence.
0: Yeah. Definitely
1: drive and persistence. So I mean those are in your core.
0: Yeah. Whether you were
1: born with them or not, but they were definitely instilled when you were little. My goodness. And I definitely see why you respect and appreciate the time freedom. Yeah. Because you needed the time freedom to be yeah. with your family. So I it also, makes complete
0: sense. Definitely. I was so passionate about like a cricket. I used to watch all of them cricket matches and everything. When I was in back home, I used to follow a lot. I knew like every 10 countries' players' name and everything. I knew what their career record and everything. But when I moved here and um, like started watching cricket again, uh, 2016, I was like, who them players are? I have no clue. I never watched it uh, from two thousand and eleven till two thousand and sixteen. Only thing is to watch like a once a week, like a movie here and there. And other than that, there that's it. There is no other life. I was like a proper focused because I have no other way. I just couldn't. Uh, I wanna satisfy myself like it being where I'm there. Like I don't wanna live like paycheck to paycheck. This is not who I am. I need a freedom. I don't want like a boss around me. So I was persistent, looking for something to get away. So only first thing was like being a teacher; that's my main focus and main goal. And then I realized uh, this is not something I really want to do. Then I found the next thing, like you said, like God has a plan for you, and you don't know that time. So ten years back, if you tell me I'm gonna do podcast with you, I'm gonna be surprised. Like I couldn't speak English properly that time, and everyone in the class, like everyone taking the. you know like uh, bullying and everything making joke out of it so yeah it's a long journey and only thing like kept me going is like I've always knew something that is going to come and just hold to it and yeah, right you now, have had that vision. yeah and I think it's the most important is like who you hang around mm-hmm. if you hang around with the like wrong people then your mindset is going to be the same like I said, like I've never thought about it like there is no other option than like being a restaurant owner because all of my families uh, they only work in a restaurant or they own a restaurant or they are taxi drivers. So from there, if you want to get financial advice, this is the right thing to do. But here I am uh, from my dad by the age of 10, 11. he told me there are so many different ways to do business and everything and you don't really need big money. But as soon as I come to the group of people, and there's like, there is no way you can do that. And I accepted it because probably because I came from a loss of trauma and everything because everything, I lost my family. I lived a and new environment. I've been bullying in a college and everything because of my English. Then I lost my self-confidence. So yeah. if you lose your self-confidence, then you're losing your self-identity.
1: Like you doubt yourself.
0: You don't think like you can move ahead and do something different. You're right. So that's why I got distracted. That's why every, wherever everyone said I believed in it. Now I can be like, I can do anything. Now, even though I can't do it, uh, like, yeah, I can learn and I can do it. And anything is possible. Even though, like with my son, everything's going on. Uh, what's doctor going to say to me? I'll do all Google research. I'm learning the books. I'm learning, uh, following some doctors on YouTube. Was how brain works? how my son can improve what kind of things i can help him with even though before my wife was pregnant i was learning what pregnancy like what can i be a good father like what's my role involved and yeah these things and i was like no i'm curious i want to learn everything and when people says oh that's not possible i was like yeah i want to know why explain to me right now it's like a why before i was like oh i agreed but right now it's like why explain some people can explain and some people have no clue what they're doing. They probably failed on the thing you wanted to do. That's what they're saying. you can't do it. But I think just asking them questions is most important. Then you're going to realize like you're finding the identity. Yeah.
1: Agreed completely and keep up the curiosity. And I love that you are always wanting to learn.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's
1: what's going to keep you growing. I mean, it's either grow or disintegrate right the only options we got the polarity (laughs) working on us in that regard so yeah i love it
0: yeah so this is the situation has been happening so do you find like the same pattern like with my life with your clients that they go through like the same process do you think they doubt themselves and that's why they're losing their identity
1: there's a lot of doubt and shame, fear, unworthiness, unloved, unappreciated, unaccepted. Mm. And that even with the bully thing, that's the unaccepted side of it.
0: Yeah. But the
1: thing is, when people internalize that and keep telling themselves that that's their truth, yeah. it's going to show up in their life.
0: Definitely
1: the idea and the work comes in where yeah. we shift that even if it's just a five degree difference yeah. If we can get to the 180 degree difference then great <laughs> but it depends on how ingrained that lie is inside.
0: yeah
1: so i mean that's what's the importance of in my opinion understanding the mm. conscious the subconscious mind and how they work together and then take it out in the body and move it into action yeah and then even with what i do with my eight-week coaching program is teach people the different laws right like the laws of the universe the laws of god how they work because here's the thing kind of like the law of gravity yep. now that we know it's here now that we know it exists know. we know certain boundaries that we can and cannot do with it Definitely. so that's like installing the walls within your life yeah they provide so much freedom for you to actually work with them instead of working against them unknowingly and mm-hmm. getting continually beat up by that proverbial brick wall that you keep running into but it's like i've been working so hard why do i keep running into this brick wall yeah well let's get to the core of it for all, yes. what are you what lies have been told to you and what do you keep telling yourself i agree you work on that first and then it's shifting all that and I even get into the personalities with the Enneagram I touch on so many different aspects to help that person understand Mm -hmm. who they are at their core regardless of the people around them so yeah what you have gone through is very similar in the core of what it is you know action wise the stories are a little different but
0: yeah, it's everyone different depending on the situation and the age frame. Because what I realize is someone's discovering themselves because age 40 and 50 is different way they have to decide like, oh, what career I'm going to go in, what I want to do with my life. It's, it's not easy because someone's already got their lifestyle. So let's say like someone discovered, oh, I'm a business person. And right now I'm 40 and my monthly payment is Living cost is eight thousand dollars a month, and my salary is at ten thousand dollars a month. So you can't just go and start a new business straight away, because you have to think about my children, their education, their college education, healthcare, and a lot of aspect of it. And um, is the risk is worth the take? So some people can jump on it. Some people are like a crazy; uh, they're gonna go and do it. But not everyone like that. It's not like there is an There is uncertainty. Like you're gonna make it or not there's unknown and also like you don't know yourself how good I own the business there is a self-doubt as well mm-hmm. so you have to self-discovery as well like mm-hmm. I think like people can still do it like don't live like who you are at the moment even though some people are seeing, like their doctor and they're not happy with their life and career they've probably gone into being a doctor because of family pressure or like uh, uh the society like they respect you more being a doctor but this is not something who they wants to be i found one of the guy on a real estate investing program and he was a doctor and he's a brain surgeon or something and he's earning good money in, in uk and i asked him like why he wants to be in property investing uh you just want to um, invest your money, how much make you, whatever you put on the side or something. He's like, no, it's not about that. I just wanna start this business and get out of it being a doctor. I was like, why, what, what's wrong? He's like about 45 and 47 years old. Like normally enjoying it, it's like at the hours, 70, 80 hours. And this is not something I want it to be. And he just realized it. But it's like, for my lifestyle right now, being a doctor is my mortgage payment is high my lifestyle is high, I have uh, three children. And um, even though if I quit, people around me, everyone's gonna laugh. They're not gonna take me as easy. So I have to show them like yeah, I made it through some kind of bigger business. So this is my million dollar business and I'm earning quarter million a year, something like that. So now people are gonna understand it, like why I quit. So yeah, like like I said, for people have to be in this situation, they have to find out who they are, but the change is not going to be overnight. They have to evaluate themselves, like why they're making the change. And the steps need to be like slowly. Like I started the takeaway business and I didn't quit and jump into my online business where I love most. I did it in the night, night time. I slept less. So I slept about three, four hours a day. And then rest, I was grinding for three, four years before I see any profit or like gone full-time into it. So it wasn't like overnight, I just sold my business and gone into my new venture. I didn't do that. So I knew like who I wanted to be that time, but I didn't go into overnight. Even though starting the podcast, I knew like I wanted to do that in future, but I didn't do it when I wanted to do it, like uh, when I started my online business and marketing. Uh, that time because I don't want to be like too many things going on at the same time so I think you have to understand the process take time and know who you are and when is the right time to take the action and start testing out small things and find out who you really want to be and we want to be passionate sometimes we think about like I want to be this like a dancer or being a footballer or baseball player when you actually play you realize oh no this is not something I played I wanted to be a cricketer and played uh, like here and there in back home. And then in here, just played for a day. I just realized I'm not passionate about it. This is not something I'm gonna play. I like batting, but when it's going to fielding and doing other aspect of it, I'm not enjoying none of them. So what's the point of me doing it? Then I found out I'm, I'm passionate about playing badminton. So I stick with that. <laughs> so it works for me. So you have to play things and Buy different things to find out like what is for you and what got given the gift on the particular thing so that way i think is finding yourself like we want to be yeah, yeah.
1: and it's finding the balance too yeah. it's, there's so much that goes into it that's why it's not an overnight thing but that's also yeah. why i teach the core the basics yeah. that you have this long after we're together, you know. Mm. So it's
0: so with your like a eight weeks program. Do you think they change their mindset and they find out who they are with this program, or do you think they need extra time, like another six months or twelve months, or some people different?
1: Everybody's different because everyone starts at a different place. Yeah. However, most of them have the aha moments, mm. the click. Into gear, yeah. if you will, during the program.
0: Yeah.
1: Now we do have an after, like a mastery course, if you will, yeah. that they can hang in, you know, and be around us and still get the support and the camaraderie. But most people get what they need mm-hmm. in the eight weeks. Because again, you have those tools that you can use on your own. Yeah. Long after. And if you need to come back in the fold, then come back in. It's not a one and done yeah, type yeah. thing like, oh, nope, sorry, you're gone. You're gone forever. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's always an open
1: invitation. Yeah, because yeah, here's the thing. What if I've had some people who level up within the eight weeks or maybe even two levels up, whatever their goal is, yeah. and some people don't need it again because they're they're met their life goal good to you know they're satisfied others get a taste of it and they're like okay i'm ready to level up again and again and again and again yeah so it's like now that they've gotten a taste of what it's like to actually achieve that one level of goal
0: they want to get for a second one
1: yeah it's like a snowball effect
0: isn't it yeah because they can
1: actually dream bigger They see their purpose. They've gotten rid of the core issues that are holding them back. Yeah. They've released a lot of that stuff. They've completely shifted their mindset. Mm. Even if it is a one degree or five degree shift, right? Because even if you're driving down the road and you're a degree off on your journey, you're going to be in a completely different place.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Much less if you do a 180 turn. You know, (laughs) either one, either degree is beneficial
0: yeah adding to it definitely yeah
1: and it all starts in the mind too like oh mm-hmm. my goodness it, it's intriguing to watch people's success rate increase yeah by working with the mind and actually getting rid of that i call it head trash
0: yeah yeah interesting so like after they go through your program, uh, do they have like a, any kind of action they need to take or you're going to be accountable for their action?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we definitely have action steps during the eight weeks. That's for yeah. sure. But then the mastery program, they can have me as keeping yeah. them accountable. But some of them might not need this, that particular support as accountability. Yeah. Because they've established it within themselves too. Because they've gotten rid of those core fears. They've gotten rid of that shame, that junk that was mm-hmm. holding them back. And they actually see a path. Yeah. So that's not like you need someone to shine the light and get rid of the weeds in front of you. Because yeah. you can actually pluck the weeds up as you're walking after you understand all these different laws and understand you from the Enneagram perspective. And again, get down to those emotional cores with the meditations and stuff to knock it out. Yeah. Like there's not as many, this is a decent analogy. (laughs) A lot of times at the beginning of this eight week program, people are so confused because they can't even see the, uh, scene would be they can't see the forest through the trees yeah they can't see where they are because they're in the thick of it yeah but with these tools it allows them to start so we're going to pluck up the weeds we're going to get rid of them even spray some roundup on them pull them up by hand whatever needs to happen they're not going to exist as much so when they're doing this on their own there's not as much stuff in their way There's not as many
0: weeds to trip on so they know they who they are and find their true potential through that yes you actually see like there is a green when you weed out everything <laughs> there's yes. a nice grass underneath it yes. yeah that's interesting yeah yeah is so everyone i think they should slow down and think who they are that's really important because right now is uh I hear and see on Google search like people are searching for happiness and 90% of the time it comes from like a career wise they're not happy with the career leads to like a different different problem with that aspect like you're not growing in your career because like you chose the wrong path then that leads to your family that's why you argue with your wife your kids are not happy your spiritual relationship is not happy if you believe in God or not so and even though yourself, the health is not there, right? Because you're constantly worrying about like, you know, that next day I have to go job and things like that. And yeah, lots of anxiety, depression, everything leads to like the same thing, like not finding life right who you are. And this is why I think everyone needs to like slow down and find it where, like, like yourself and myself, we both witnessed that like, this God had better plan for us, like it opens up when you slow down and ask it that question, then there's a plenty of doors start opening up, like which one didn't exist at the first place. Mm-hmm. And then you knock on every single door and see which one is right for you, where it leads to the destination you want it to be. Uh, that's really important. Like not choosing like a one thing at the start, do something for two, three months, six months, give mm-hmm. it a go. And then you find out: Is there something you really wanted to do? Mm-hmm. Go and get it. Is there yeah. something you, you do? Like tell them like I do multiple things, or just focus on one thing.
1: We How's did first, and it depends yeah. on how big the goal is yeah. and how much time they have. Mm-hmm. Because if someone needs to keep their nine to five, like you were referring to the physician, yeah. Let's say he had several things that he wanted to work on. But because he's already working 80, 90 hours a week on top of the three kids, on top of investing in real estate, that's a lot to take on. It's a lot to take on like three more goals, three more things. And I even teach how to Mm -hmm. create a goal too. So many people are just like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds, that's my goal. But then they let anything deter them. It's like, no, no, no. So work on that in the program too. But I go back to this position If someone has so much on their plate that they can't focus on their end goal, this purpose, their exit out, their freedom maybe that's what they're wanting. Yeah. We're going to focus on the one big thing instead of all these squirrels, if you will, that distract us.
0: Yeah, totally agree on that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So again, that's a individual basis so it depends on how much time yeah everyone's going to be
0: different yeah yeah some people are going to take it fast some people are going to take time and process everything and depending what the circumstances are like you said like there is different age level wise career wise yeah they need to evaluate so those are listeners like if you want to simplify it like we're going to wrap up soon so if you want to simplify it like identity design where they can start if you want to simplify for them
1: one exercise i like to give so this will be a fun thing for the listeners to yeah. <laughs> do physically like tangibly do this activity think about what they love to do as a kid because mm. this is going to help you find your passion so here's an idea let's say you loved playing with building blocks Yep. In the States, we call them Legos. Yeah. So perhaps you were that type of kid and you just always wanted to be building something, tearing something down. Duh, 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 duh. Maybe you have more of a processing mind. Maybe your passion has something to do with that. Maybe it's like an engineering type thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you were the kid that was always coloring. You were always, you know, being crafty. Even with, yeah. I don't know, dirt, rocks, grass, you were crafty with it. Uh, So we're going to follow that passion and get to the core of why you were creating things out of literally things in the yard, grass and rocks. (laughs) So the core of who you are in regards to that, or let's say you were always into sports. You are very athletic as a kid and you're like, well, but I'm not a professional ball player. What do I do with that? let's look at the core of what the sports were to you. Maybe Mm -hmm. it created this phenomenal teammate in you. Maybe it created this ability for you to see that there is the losing side and winning side. And that in the law of rhythm, you're going to have both. So it's going to ebb and flow to both sides. So maybe you would be great at sales in regards to knowing that there's both sides. So I help them... Not only do we work on that exercise, but that's something that you guys can do right now is just ponder, what did I like to do as a kid? And don't stop when your brain just says, oh, I like to bake. But why did you like to bake?
0: Mm -hmm. Did you like to
1: bake because you loved the faces and the smiles when people ate your cookies? Or did you like the measuring aspect of it? Maybe you're yeah. more specific on that side of things. Maybe you're wanting to get into like-
0: Yeah, keep on asking the question and finding a uh, more depth into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's like digging deeper. This is not just a willy-nilly, oh, I was good at you yeah. know, Legos. Why was I good at Legos? Because I don't know many professional Lego builders, but I do know engineers.
0: Uh, there are a few people, I think. Uh, yeah. They, they have like YouTube channel yeah they're nice. making living out of it yeah so some people are just playing with kids with the lego uh, and just making millions out of it so there is a profession now you can just talk about Like hey. you just reviewed one guy i saw like he just reviewed nerf gun you know the plastic gun and that's it. a living out of it i think like two million subscribers he already got and all of them sponsorship and everything so yeah right now we can talk about anything sports cards make, like you said if you being an athlete and things like that, uh, even though you can't play professionally, still you can do reviews and yeah. you can talk about on YouTube or yeah. do your blog. There's plenty of way right now, even though TikTok has become most popular, create more TikTok videos and sell shirt like a sport shirt, like mm-hmm. equipment. There's plenty of way, yeah. The Jeez, more questions they're like gonna once ask
1: you, get that creative mind going.
0: Yeah. It's just there's, like there's, all way. these
1: ideas, yeah. yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah. And
1: it's getting rid of that core concern issue mm-hmm. that's holding you back from doing that.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Because there's so much head trash saying, oh, you could never do that. That's a crazy idea.
0: Yeah. Who do you yeah. think
1: you are doing that?
0: Mm-hmm. You have no
1: responsibility doing that. You have no, all the trash,
0: right? I know. You have to be in a in self. You have to be quiet like I put the headphones in. Like you're listening to them, just go go over the head. This is why I started when I started with my career at the beginning. It just I'm listening to them. I'm not listening to them. I'm just listening yeah. to my inner voice. What's coming from my inside? Yeah. So I know, like even the friends, family, whoever they never done, they never built. They're not gonna trust on it. And if you don't trust your own self, how other person gonna trust you? Because exactly. if you if you couldn't figure out your own strength, how someone else gonna know like what strength you have? So yeah, ignore the noise and just follow your heart and keep on asking, like you mentioned, keep on asking them questions and go deep into it and finding out, take your time and write it down, everything, everything was comes in head. Yeah, that's yeah, great.
1: Yeah. And it's understanding the mind and how it really works. It, it's fascinating. Yeah. But I teach it in a way that a kiddo can understand it. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, yeah. you don't need yeah. a degree to understand it by any means, but it makes such a difference. Like yeah. even health-wise for me, it was all mindset. Once I shifted it, my health started to recover. Mm. Businesses recover. Like it's, it's phenomenal, fascinating. All of the words. It's just amazing yeah. Yeah, that's to see great. it not only play out in your life but watch others yeah. succeed from it.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. This is the whole purpose for us to keep on doing that, inspiring mm-hmm. others and see their results and yeah, keep moving. So, if okay. anyone wants to work with you, Jessica, how they can find you. So, those yeah. are listeners. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Simply on basically all the social media platforms. Facebook is an easy one. It's Jessica Crow yeah. Pilgrim. And I believe I, you do have my link. And I'm yeah. on LinkedIn often. So, it's a simple message. I am simple message away. One oh, message away
0: of changing the you know. life. Yeah. I
1: know, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so impactful. And Now is
0: everything so available. Touch the button. Yes. Oh, internet made it simple.
1: Yes, <laughs> but the fun thing is, fun might not be the correct word, <laughs> the easier path for the listeners. I've already done all of this. Mm. I'm going to save you basically... For me, I've been in it for 15 years. I'm going to save you a chunk of time, whatever that chunk is, for you not having to go through this on your own. Yeah. For you not having to discover it the hard way. That's what people love, is that chunk of time-saving, because that's the one thing we can't get back.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Definitely.
0: Um, time is most valuable asset in the world.
1: It is. Yeah. And then... Lastly, email is super easy. It's just yes. Jessica. So J E S S I C A at bold llc.net. So B O L D L L C dot net.
0: All right, guys, go check out Jessica on social media and you can email her to if you want to work with her and get some consultation as well. So, Jessica, we're going to wrap this up. So, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and experiences with our guest. I really, really appreciate it. I know you have a busy schedule. So I can thank enough. So thank no, you thank for you. coming.
1: Yes, absolutely. My pleasure.
0: Yeah, you're most welcome. So all right, guys, this is a wrap. I'm going to see you on the next episode. So stay healthy, stay safe. I'll talk to you next episode. Thank you.